In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, my Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. The life of the saints, the life of all those who have followed Jesus, was in a way or in another marked by a sort of impact, a kind of a realization, awareness that now I need to change. Now I need to follow our Lord. Maybe we have experienced, you have experienced the same. We, all of us, we notice if we are sincere with us. How our Lord is expecting, expecting more from you. We, we realize, we are aware, we notice that God wants me to improve my spiritual life. God wants me to, to grow up spiritually. And sometimes we are like delaying, saying, later, no, tomorrow, I will go, I will do. And, and we are procrastinating at the end of the day. This generosity, this answer, generous answer with our Lord. And if we look at the life of St. Jose Maria, Blessed Guadalupe, St. John Paul II, we see that there is, there is a change. There is a moment in which they realize and they decided to change. But afterwards, they maintained this decision and they were consistent with this decision. And they were little by little approximating, getting closer to our Lord, and they change. In the life of San Jose Maria, we know how San Jose Maria was impacted. The truth is that it's the same impact as in the life of many characters in the Gospels. It's the same impact as in the life of many other people who along the centuries have followed Jesus and in general have followed God. The Blessed Virgin Mary, when she was told by the Archangel that she was going to be the mother of Jesus of the Messiah, St. Peter, after the miraculous cast, he went down to the feet of our Lord and he grabbed his, his feet, his knees, the gospel says, no, I was saying, depart from me, Lord, because I am a sinful man. From now on, you will be a fisher of men. We could go on and on, all the apostles. He was passing by and he called them. And they changed. San Jose Maria changed. Precisely because one day, when he was 16 years old, he saw some footprints on the snow, and, and it was like an impact for him. Like God not telling him, scolding him, telling him, hey, look, if this man is walking barefoot here on the street in winter, what are you doing for me? And this is what made him to change and to realize. St. John Paul II, Carol Wojtyla, then, he was, he was a... A poet, he was a man who liked literature, he was very intelligent, he suffered a lot, he had lost his mother, 
he lost his, his siblings, he lost at the end his father. But, uh, well, he, he was a very uh, open and curious you know, to, to, to learn many things. He read a lot, he always read a lot. And what, what made an impact in the life of St. John Paul II, because there was a moment in which he noticed something, he didn't know what it was, and then he needed to, in front of all the situation with the Nazis, no, and afterwards the communists, but at the moment in which he made his decision was with the, the, the Germans who were invading Poland. And uh, there was like, like the alternative or the dilemma, I mean, should I pass into action or should I start you know, praying, you know, I mean, and then there was a friend of his, who was a tailor, who gave him a book about St. John of the Cross. St. John of the Cross wrote some books. One of them is precisely the book of, about the, the canticle, the canticle of love. And then it's a long book in which is, 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 a, is a treatise at the end of the day about God's love. And this is what made an impact in the life of Carol Wojtyla, he decided to enter the seminary and to put apart all his uh, career no, as a writer. I mean, and he changed. Guadalupe happened exactly the same. There was an impact in her life in which she decided to change and she changed. And she was very normal, you know, that she was praying a lot. And she was the whole day, she had her own plan of life, a normal plan of life. She was praying every day, just a bit. She used to pray the rosary. She went to Mass on Sunday, not even every day, little by little. But one day, why is very well known. Maybe you remember, and then she went to, to Mass on Sunday in a church, which is very nice there in Madrid, called La Concepción, the Conception, Immaculate Conception. And then there is the altar, no? it's on top of a kind of it's a bit elevated, and then there were some, some stairs no, that they had put this red carpet. No? I mean, and then it's a typical place in Madrid where many people get married. No? I mean, there was another place in Barcelona where I was, where many people got married no? because there was a long stairs, no? I mean, very nice cutting, no? and everybody was there. No? I mean, anyway, so she was there in the mass. She arrived late. Typical priest who was talking, talking, talking. No? I mean, and then the homily was a bit longer than usual. Then the Guadalupe got distracted, and then she imagined herself. She was already 20, 26, 27 years old. Uh, yeah, 20. She was exactly 20, 24 years old, and she she was there, and uh, she realized that uh, well, she was thinking that, well, when I will be married, no? I mean, I will be there, no? the wedding, no? with the, 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 the white gone, no? I mean, climbing up the stairs, no? I mean, I always put the, 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 the song of Mendelssohn, no? -na 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 -na. And she was going up, no? And suddenly, uh, with somebody, no, played, played or pressed, no? The boss, boss. Then, she heard the saying no? I mean, that uh, a very sharp voice within her telling her, no, for you I have another thing. And it was like a, 
all these wow and, and disappear and just in one second it was such an impact that she came out of the church after the mass uh, and just by chance the providence uses all these chances no? i mean and these things which happens by chance why did it when she entered the tram no? because there was the tram and, and precisely when she was entering she realized that there was a friend of, of her when she was a girl and they were together no? the families no? because it's a long story i mean the father was uh, an artillery office in the army and then this man who was called jesus serrano de pablos when they entered i mean they coincided there in the tram ah, jesus. how are your family they were exchanging typical and then suddenly guadalupe asked him no jesus do you know a priest then Jesus uh, smiled at her, no? I mean, uh, he took a piece of paper uh, and, and wrote the name Jose Maria Escriba Sacerdote Priest, no? I mean, uh, the telephone number. No? And by chance also happened that Jesus, this man called Jesus, Jesus Serrano de Pablos, no? I mean, in Spanish, we are so daring that we are called like our Lord, no? some of them. So, and then after by chance also happened that this man had just joined Opus Dei the previous day, on Saturday, the previous day, the day before. So this was the impact and then San, Jose, San Guadalupe went to see San Jose Maria and from there her life changed. It's a long story. But this is the impact. Why am I telling you this, this issue of the impact? First of all, for us to realize that uh, this impact that all of us we have, is something that we need to experience. Can be a big impact or can be a small impact. Maybe you were born in a family in which your father is Catholic, your mother is Catholic, they brought you to a Catholic school or whatever, no, I mean, and then, but there is a moment in which you need to experience. The impact is, well, there is a moment in which I need to say yes or not to God. There is a moment in which I need to, to be clear with myself. what God wants me to do. This happens always. It's not enough the fact that we have received a Christian education, but we need at the same time to be committed. And I am the one who wants to follow our Lord. And I need to make a free decision. I want to follow Jesus. I want to follow our Lord. And for us to follow our Lord, we need to, to follow him concretely and specifically. Even if you were impacted because you were converted, because yes, my father is whatever, my mother is different religions, different uh, ways of understanding Christianity, but you realize this is the truth. And this is the impact. And now I need to follow our Lord and we need to persevere. Then the way of following Jesus is not just, wow, it's nice. No, it's concrete and specific. And this way of following Jesus is imitating his life. And therefore, we live imitating his life, the life of Jesus. We imitate his way of being, what he was doing. And what our Lord was doing was a lot of good, helping many people. For this, 
you need to have virtues. And this is why when always we talk about following Jesus, at the end of the day, we talk about prudence, about fortitude, about justice, about temperance. We need to have a kind of self-mastery of ourselves and we need to be strong. All this is very human, but precisely Jesus Christ is perfect God and perfect man. And we follow the humanity of Jesus because if he is man, we need to see that he is my model. God made man. How I'm going to be the perfect man? Following the model of the perfect man, the really and truly perfect man. And the saints struggle to follow him. Saint Jose Maria, Saint John Paul II, Blessed Guadalupe, Blessed Alvaro, and the rest of the saints. There is a concrete and a specific virtue that if we don't put the things in context, we will look at it as a kind of uh, self-discipline, that yes, it's self-discipline, but uh, the main reason is not just to live the virtue of temperance, it's the virtue of temperance. For us not to be controlled by anybody, but for us to control ourselves, to possess ourselves, and to follow Jesus. This is the main reason. This is the reason to live all the virtues, to struggle to live a virtuous life, to follow Jesus, because Jesus was virtuous. Then the virtue of temperance is a virtue that uh, precisely because entails a kind of self-control, self-mastery, not to be carried away by many other things, not to be carried away by many attractions in many different ways, material things, pleasure, our own uh, well, pride, no? my own ideas. And we need to have a kind of freedom to say no. There are many people who live the virtue of temperance. There are many people who live the virtue of poverty. There are many people who live the virtue of purity, chastity. But they live this not because they want to follow Jesus, but because they want to have a kind of self-control. They don't want to be manipulated. They don't want to be controlled by anything. And then if we don't have the right dimension, the awareness that if I want to follow Jesus, I need to do this. I need to be temperate. I need to be sober. I need to be free. I cannot be controlled by alcohol, food, gadgets, devices, material things, pleasure. I cannot have addictions because all these are hindrances to follow our law. The truth will make you free. But the truth is not just the understanding of the truth, but it's the, the let us walk towards the truth. Let us, let us struggle. And there will be always a struggle because all of us, we experience in our own lives all these attractions. All of us. In many different ways. And... No? I mean, where the cars are parked, no? or your friends, then, and then you are you reach there no? with your Kia Picanto, for instance. Mm -hmm. I don't know the example of the Picanto. I don't know if you have a Picanto, 
And then you look around and you see, wow, a Toyota Camry, no? I mean, why a Lexus, whatever, a four-wheel drive, no? I mean, then this car, no? I mean, then, well, don't you feel something? I would like to have this uh, Toyota uh, Camry, no? I mean, for instance, no? Or an Absalon or Avalon or whatever it's called, no? I mean, or a bigger car. Well, when you are, well, in a, in a, in a meeting with other friends, no? And then, they are using the telephones and then, I mean, it's impossible, it's unavoidable to see, no? I mean, your telephone and the telephone of the others. And then, I don't know why, but there is always somebody who has a better telephone than you. It's, it's always the same. Because it's bigger, it's slightly bigger, no? I mean, and the, the screen looks sharper, no? I mean, and it looks new, no? I mean, I don't know, you, it's, it's always, it's going to be always there. Then, this is the attraction of material things, no? I mean, or, or why always we will have in, in, in this struggle to live the virtue of temperance, no? I mean, under, under the virtue of temperance, there is also the virtue of purity. Why? I don't want to feel all this, but we feel it. Is there something wrong? No, this is our human nature, which is fallen. And we cannot be surprised. This is why, No, Jesus, yes, but then you need to struggle to live the virtue of purity. I know that this is wrong, and I don't want to feel it. Well, you are going to feel it. What are you going to do? To struggle? Hmm? This is why the importance of distinguishing between feeling and consenting. To feel is we experience, we notice many things, but consenting is my will. I don't want it. And we need to struggle. Don't be surprised that all of us will have these attractions, which are wrong. Yes, in the same way I was saying, you know, you notice that our Lord is expecting more from you. And at the same time, you notice also that, yes, I mean, I know that God wants me to, to be holier, no? to improve my spiritual life and to be more dedicated to fulfill the plan of life and to pray more, no? I mean, and to persevere. No? Because at the same time, I experience my laziness. But it's very easy to say, you have to pray always and don't give up. But then, even now that many of us, we have been in this situation in which we are at home, and apparently we have all the time of the world, now we have exactly the same problems as when we were full of things to do. This is why we need to struggle. <laughs> to make a plan, to make a plan, a timetable, and to follow it. How are we going to improve if we are not determined here and now to follow Jesus with determination. Obviously, once we are free, then is when we see clear. But how are you going to understand the things of the Spirit if we are fleshy? This is St. Paul. How are we going to follow Jesus if we are not able to wake up in the morning, or if we are not able to overcome a temptation and not to look at this or not to speak about that? No, I mean, how are we going to follow our Lord if we don't have this power will? Obviously, to live the virtue of temperance for us Christians is not just a matter of power will. We are not Buddhists, we are not these other religions that we spend a lot of time not concentrated, not trying to live, no, I mean, virtues, no, I don't want to be controlled, no. We have also the grace of God, the prayer, the sacraments, the means of formation help us very much and encourages us 
very much, no? I mean, to keep working, to keep struggling without giving up. The virtue of temperance concretely and specifically will help us to, to control all our yeah, different uh, dimensions no? or different things no? which happened in our lives, no? I mean, that disturb us. And for us to live the virtue of temperance, and this is important because this is a way of saying, okay, I want to be tempered, I want to be sober, I want to, then how are you going to live this virtue? What are we going to do? Then I propose you to have a list of little sacrifices, to have a list of little mortifications. Little mortifications, little, very little, even so little that nobody is going to realize that you are offering these little sacrifices. For instance, do you have, I don't know, when you are having lunch or breakfast or in the meals, in the meals, I, I like a lot sugar, no? Don't put sugar. I just, I, I know that I have to slim down, no? I mean, and then I don't eat sugar, I mean, it will be much easier. And then, you see, these are the two reasons. Yes, you can eat, not to eat sugar, no? I'm not going to eat sugar because I want to slim down. But then as a little mortification, do it also for our law. Or maybe it's not to eat sugar. It's, I like a lot cocoa. Then don't eat cocoa. Forget about. Or I like a lot cocoa. No, in this sweet. No, then I put always these two or three spoons. Then put only one. Or instead three, put two. Little. Nobody will notice it. I like a lot sugar. No? The same. It's a little mortification. I don't know, I put in an example as I could put, or for instance, you know, why this, this, I don't know, this, this way of, of you are carrying yourself you know, in a way that is, why? I don't know. For instance, look at your, your, your room, you know? I mean, is it tidy? Is there order to put the things in the right place at the right moment now? Or, I don't know, inducing the devices, little mortifications. Nobody is going to notice, for instance, you know. Let us, it's a very, I don't know if it happens to you, and I don't, but you know, the typical thing, you know, I mean, I'm not going to play with the telephone. And when I say to play, it means video games. So, I have been playing this, it's in, I mean, it's not even online, you know? I mean, it's not, it's just in the, in the telephone, and then I just open it, and then, and I spend hours and hours. I am waiting somewhere, no? I mean, and they start playing, no? I mean, the little mortification, I'm not going to play, and I'm going to read. But it's not the same, well, for instance. Obviously, it's not the same. We could go on and on, little mortifications like this, that nobody will see them. But you know, and it's tough, because if you like to play, you don't say, I'm not going to play, you're going to notice. Because I, then, no, I'm going to read. And then when you are reading, you are already thinking of the, if I were playing right now, I will have already this score and, you know, stop. Little things. If we want to, to, to have this self-mastery, if we want to have this power, well, we need to put the, 
the limits there. To have a timetable, to have clear direction. During these days, you know, we need to, to notice that we have been productive. That your day, I don't know if you are going to work, I don't know if, if you are still at home, if you are, I don't know what is going to happen during the following days, no? I don't know if they will lock down again, Lagos, no? I don't know if you go to one place and afterwards you will be trapped there, no? I mean, for how long? And then if you try to come back, no? And then you have to pass all the checkpoints everywhere, no? I'm bribing everybody. I don't know what is going to happen. But, you know, we are now in this situation. And then if we are at home the whole day, what is the plan? Well, I wake up in the morning, and then I do this, I do that, no, and then... And then we need to have a clear direction. You need to have a clear plan. And you need to realize in the morning, I have done one, two, three, four, five. I have told you already this, or at least, but writing a piece of paper, spend 10 minutes, 15 minutes, program the day. Write it down. One, two, three, four, five. If better you have. Write it down and make a plan and be focused. I need to put order in my wardrobe now. I need to put order in my papers now. I need to put order in my computer now. And to put a plan in a way that you're not going to spend the whole day putting order in the computer or in the then two hours and then we will continue tomorrow. I'm going to read this time, I'm going to study, I'm going to work, maybe you have to work. Anyway, make a plan. This is something which is concrete and specific precisely for us not to be carried away by many things, many distractions. And to follow our Lord here and now concretely, all this because we want to follow our Lord. We are impacted. And here and now, we carry on this following Jesus, concretely and specifically, not in general, but here and now. We ask in this month of May, the Blessed Virgin Mary, and we ask also St. Jose Maria, St. John Paul II, Blessed Guadalupe, to help us to be strong, to be free, not to be carried away, ask our Lord, there, my mother, help us, ask our Lord to help us to, to be strong, to have this sobriety of life, for us to follow him, for us to get closer to him. I thank you, my Lord, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.